0: with AWB Contract Templates. Hello, hello, and welcome back to Pause on the Play. As always, it is amazing to see you here where you are challenged to examine your beliefs, question your predisposed notions, and consider realities you may have been unfamiliar with in order to understand that they too are real. I am your host and conversation MC for the day, Erica Corday, here with my co-host India Jackson to get the dialogue going. So i got a question for you. Do these statements sound familiar? Have you heard these before? You just need a formula and you're good to go. I'm building an online business. I am my brand, or... My brand is my baby. I need to reach 10,000 followers. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, we've heard that too. So in today's episode, India and I are breaking through some of the myths that we're told as business owners and entrepreneurs. Some of the things that can lead you astray and absolutely be untrue. The things that can have you putting out effort in ways that don't actually help you. So we're going to actually take these, blow through the bullshit, and talk about them. These are important for us to debunk simply because when we talk with our clients that we work with and our quarterly programs, our two-to-one coaching and consulting programs within Pause on the Play, some of these things can come up and they're not beneficial, they're not helpful. So we're all about getting the things out of the way that don't serve so you can make space for the things that are actually helpful. So without further ado, let's get into it. So I always like bringing things here. You already know I like talking. So there's that. But (laughs) I heard some of these, uh, I'm going to call them myths. I really want to call them bullshit, but for all (laughs) intents and purposes, I'm going to call them myths. And it's stuff that you hear all the time, but there's something about hearing it that for some reason it just kind of made me feel like mm, it's it's time for some some blowing holes and bullshit time. So you want to go through a couple of them so that we can uh, kind of make some sense out of this foolishness.
1: Yeah, I love it. I think every business has myths that they hear that gives you like that visceral ill response, like yes. oh no. <laughs>
0: And that's why it's so ridiculous, because I'm like, who told you that? Somebody done lied to you. Please stop it. So, okay, so this was actually the one that really triggered me the most. Um, when I heard it recently, that made me feel like, okay, enough. Like, are are we doing this? You just need a formula, and you're good to go. What? <laughs> what? Who the hell says this No! You just need a formula and you're good to go. Any formula will do. Doesn't even matter. I don't know nothing about you, nothing about your business, nothing about your clients, but this here formula, like, you just feel like you're watching like a toothpaste commercial and it comes to ding on the corner of their tooth as they say this foolishness.
1: Girl, it reminds me of... um... (laughs) That social media post we did of, like, insert shocking statement about myself here. (laughs) Yes. Oh, my gosh. But this is why I get you. Oh. this is why I'm the right person to buy this thing to fix all your problems. But if you don't buy it right (laughs) now.
0: Oh, sweet baby Jesus. Why?
1: You will never be enough. No.
0: (laughs) Girl, it's true, though. It's true. Because... There is somebody out here selling this snake oil, telling people that you too can do this foolishness just by doing the same exact thing. And I'm gonna give it to you for free. I'm gonna tell you how to make millions and drive your Lambo too. Bye bye. No, none of this um, works. There's no such thing as a formula. Let's just start there.
1: Well, sh- uh,
0: not a one size fits all. With that. There's Not a formulas,
1: There's plenty, and people be trying to make them one size fit all. But let me tell you, they yeah,
0: yeah. And that's the thing. There's no like, oh, this worked for these 2000 businesses over here, and you too can be 2001. <laughs>
1: Ooh, you reminded me of Alicia Keys, 101.
0: Yup. That's, uh, that's,
1: anyway, <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to agree with you. The shit doesn't work. For the savvy purchaser, and I don't think that anybody listening to podcasts, maybe we're giving people too much credit, I don't know. But most people listening to this podcast, I can't speak for the other ones out there, (laughs) are very intelligent people. Like They're going to pick up on your damn formula, and that does not feel good. No. realize everything that you're doing is formulaic. Mm
0: Mm-hmm.
1: They feel like they're 1,001.
0: Ugh, gross! I don't like any of it. So you you, you can see why this one kind of got my panties in a bunch. I was like, "Oh, you got to be fucking kidding me!" So I'm gonna follow that with another one. That's a real winner. I'm building an online business again. Who the hell told you that? Who told you that an online business, like an actual online, that's not a thing you might sell primarily online that might be where you spend most of your time however comma that ain't a thing
1: you know i'm gonna say that this is one of the ones that when we were talking about (laughs) the mess that we hear a lot um initially i was like oh okay But I realized like, as I started thinking about the myths that we listed may not grab our listeners attention, but I think it's one of the most important ones because it's the one that people are least aware of. Like your business is not an online business. And if that's how you're seeing it, good luck. Your business is a business that just happens to be online. And if that reframe, mm, when you are not unpacking that, And you're living in that myth, child, like, what are you doing for your business offline? That worries me as a marketer, because marketing is more than internet marketing.
0: Correct. And honestly, that's a whole nother thing, because people like to think that it's just the online thing. It's your social media or, you know, like, there's so much more to it than that. And when you're building a business, you are building it for more than just online. And so it's funny because like when you and I do our um, two-to-one coaching and consulting sessions with people, this to me is like a mindset thing that completely boils over into all the other things you do. If you have convinced yourself, I'm an introvert. I don't want to deal with people. I don't like it. I'm uncomfortable. So I can just do an online business and then you hide. But what you also fail to realize is you're hiding period. And there's other things that this is going to show up in because somehow or another, you've told yourself that all you have to do is put up stock photos and quotes and you got a business.
1: Mm-mm. What you Not actually true. end up looking like is a uh, Instagram like advertisement. You look like yes. an Instagram commercial mm-hmm. and you know what I'm going to do? Well, unless you're my client. <laughs> for my client i'll pay attention but for the average person like you go and follow somebody and try to engage but you look like a online commercial on social media they're going to do exactly what you do on tv and change the fucking channel i'm yep. just
0: saying because you're not showing up so if they can't see you it's like going back to the, the tv ex- example i'm dating myself here people we've talked about this i'm 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 older. And so, me and you talk, India. I'm like, don't make fun of me because you're younger than me. But (laughs) bunny ears, you have bunny ears, and the picture's not coming in, and you can't see it. You turn the channel, you turn the channel.
1: I I know what bunny ears are.
0: Okay, I'm just saying. (laughs) (laughs) It's true, though. Like, (laughs) for those nowadays that are just used to cable, like, they might, you know, some people might not understand that analogy, but. Like literally, you know, or your radio station, like if it's not coming in, you keep it moving and you find something that's working. And I don't think that people understand that if people can't see you, they can't hear you, they stop looking, they stop checking in. They're not gonna just keep putting their time into it, they're gonna be like, I'm out, it don't work. Bye. me
1: think about another piece of that is i'm building an online business like there's so many layers of what's wrong with that number one yes i'm gonna change the channel because you're just marketing 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 or you're hiding behind things and not being authentic and real and relatable but the other side is like how are you not making the most of your offline marketing like that's the actually the the offline stuff sometimes converts the best is the relationships that you build up close and personal with people in your local community, other business owners you've met. And I'm going to take that a step back and say, it's also the perspective of how you see what you're doing. So maybe you do have a podcast or you're pitching yourself to be a guest in other people's podcasts. Like I do sometimes. Technically you could see that as an online business marketing piece but reality is like while I that pitch email might be taking place over the internet in the conversation you have to decide whether or not you even get to be on the podcast is through zoom which technically is internet from a user like experience standpoint stepping in the perspective of who is your consumer they're listening to you in their car ride on their commute to work you've stepped into their everyday life you're no longer Mm -hmm.
0: online Agreed.
1: All right. I think we can leave that one for another day.
0: (laughs) (laughs) All (laughs) right. You know all
1: the good stuff in one episode.
0: Girl. All right. So I've heard this one and I've actually had to have coaching calls around this to debunk this for people because it's given often and it can be so damaging. I am my brand or a.k.a. My brand is my baby. Oh, God. Don't do it. And I've been guilty of doing it. And then I realized that. This as a thing. Puts people in a place of if people don't buy from me. I am a failure. I am not good enough. If I don't make the amount of money that I feel like I need to make to be a success. I am not enough. My brand is my baby. So if somehow my baby does not live up to my expectations, I'm a terrible parent. I'm a terrible business owner. I am no good at this. This can just connect with the ugly underbelly of what of what, you know, being an entrepreneur can look like because the reality is is that it's not going to be perfect all the time. Your money is not going to always be growing, growing, growing. It's not always going to be perfect. It's not always going to be the ideal, perfect clients every single time everybody's happy. So, the minute something goes even remotely left, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, I can't, I can't do this. It's too much. And you start fucking with people's mental well being. And I am never available for that because there's too many other things that can do that. You got to be so careful with that.
1: Well, and I also, you know, I hear what's coming out with that too, is like normal ebb and flow of business. So if you don't have a plan, if you don't have a strategic marketing strategy to show up consistently, if you know, you know, if you're inconsistent as fuck, (laughs) (laughs) if I ain't by the seat of your pants, I'm just saying we all done been there. I'm raising my hand too. It has happened to me before too. We all done been there at some point in life. Same, same but on the flip side of that your business is going to be inconsistent so you're going to have periods where you're visible as hell and all the business is coming through yes we making money like shit's working and then you're going to have periods where you were getting all the money and shit was working so you stop marketing (laughs) and Uh that means in about three months you're going to be like where's the business Because what you're seeing is the result of like three months ago. So if you're living in my brain as my baby, all of that constant up and down and the roller coaster of how you're approaching marketing when you're not following a plan and you're just kind of doing what you have the space for at the time by the seat of your pants, like you now are emotionally taking on hot and cold about how you feel about yourself. Like that's not cool.
0: no. And the reality is is that even when you get to that place, that you have that plan, you have that strategy, you are being consistent, it's still going to happen sometimes that things are not going to be the ideal scenario and not being married to what does or does not happen so that you then don't emotionally tank. Is important because the reality is is that you want that consistency as much as you can possibly keep it. Sometimes life is lifing, which is why having that plan will support you not having to disappear if that happens. But being able to have something that backs you up means that you don't have to hit this place of like this doesn't go well, and now because it doesn't go, doesn't go well, I'm not doing well. And again, this can get to a point that if you have someone that possibly has some other challenges going on, you can create a real mental health concern. And yeah, I mean, I think you don't that want to risk the
1: it. The of like a coach comes in because on my side, like I can give you the plan so that your business is a little bit more consistent but like life happens too. And so like your life is going to have ups and downs. You don't want to see that reflected in your business, but if your brand is your baby or you are your brand, do you want everybody to, do you want your money to be effective because life is hard? Probably not. Correct. That's just making it harder than it needs to be. So let's be able to create space over here to work through life, Lifeing. <laughs> That's the thing. And, you know you still have the consistency with the brand you're not making them one and the same i'll also say like another small piece of this but it's huge when i hear my brand is my baby or i am my brand i hear that many times what this can look like is and we've been here too and have done this as well before we knew any better and have seen people do it is you're picking like you're not considering your client if you're your brand are you for your client? I thought your brand was for your client, not for you. Like, I'm just saying, I thought you built this to help people in some format or another, in some way to get to, from A to B to have some transformation in their lives. I don't think anybody listening to this podcast, hopefully, is just trying to make money and roll out. Like You want to see people get to the next place in life or make some kind of impact. That's for them, right? That's not the pat yourself on the back. So shouldn't it be marketed in a way that is for them and not for what you like? I'm just saying.
0: But And and you're hundred percent right. And that's where I think a lot of people don't consider the fact that like, you are not your ideal client in most cases. So if you build your brand as if you are, you're, you're just being set up. You're being set up. It's not a good thing. It's not a good thing. And that's why Again, if you're working with somebody and these types of things aren't being addressed, if you're new or you're making shifts in your business and you're not addressing those mindset pieces of it, there's going to be pieces that are just not gonna sync up and you're gonna end up feeling it at some point.
1: Girl, that's a huge one is getting like clients that are like, I love pink. And it's like, but does the client you want love pink? Let's talk about this. Let mm-hmm. You're in two to one. Erica, come on in and chime
0: in because
1: <laughs> this ain't about you, boo.
0: <laughs> it's not. It's not. And so if we have a client that comes in and they pick this color, but oh, oh use pink. I want to put pink in my logo, but you want to work with men. Mm, that might not work out. Why do we want this pink? And if you dig in there, sometimes it might come out on the surface, but often it's like, oh, well, I, I just really like pink. I think it'll make a cute logo. We are not making a cute logo. Number one. Number two, no, this is not for the you. Word cute. I think I, I went know. a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> just a little bit, just a little bit in the back of your throat. And and it's true because you you're doing this because you want to connect your story. And this is where when we, when we work with clients, we're helping them to connect their story with what they're doing in a way that speaks to the client, not that speaks to them as the business owner. Because you're not the one that's buying it. You're not the one that you're marketing to. You're not the one that wants or needs the service that you're providing. So why are we making decisions based on what you want? It's not how that goes
1: yeah mm. okay
0: one more one more and i think this will finish it out with a bang because this one right here this one definitely make me want to girl throw i'm a, ready a for day. you to
1: drop this message.
0: <laughs> <laughs> i need to reach ten thousand followers. followers stop the record <laughs> pause <laughs> on the play pause excuse me say what i need to reach how many followers
1: If I had a dollar for every time we have been to a convention, a course, in-person, like networking course, we've seen a course online, how to get 10,000 followers in two weeks. I'm like, what the?
0: You can't see me rolling my eyes, but. mm, It just makes
1: me roll my eyes in the back of my head and want to vomit every time I see it. Like. And the, um, the terrible thing is to see the amount of signups for something like that compared to something yeah. else happening at the same time. People just seem to really think this is with it. Erica, please tell me, why do you think you need 10,000 followers?
0: <laughs> clap it out. And clap that's going to
1: solve all your problems.
0: No, because you get 10,000 followers. How many of them are real followers? How many of them are there just because they are. They like what you look like. How many of them are there just because they're trying to do market research on what you're doing? How many of them are there because they're bots and they're not actual people? Like how many of these are going to convert to actual followers? And let's also bust the myth because you have this on your um, other Instagram account. People somehow think that having those 10,000 followers and having that swipe up, it's going to answer all my problems.
1: Child, no. People rarely... I... So, full transparency here. I got 11,000 followers on my personal brand at the India Jackson. Yes, I just plugged it. (laughs) And let me tell you, (laughs) I rarely use Swipe Up. Why? Because when I was using it consistently, people almost never used it. I could literally post the most simple thing to do, which would be like products and and physical goods. And you swipe up to get the detail about how to buy this apparel from one clothing or whatever other brand I'm working with. And they didn't use the fucking swipe up. They clicked on the one clothing sticker to go see what else they have. Like people don't Mm. use the swipe up feature.
0: Yep. And that's where this lie that all your problems will be solved if you reach 10,000 followers. If you have 10,000 engaged followers, I will eat my hat and I don't wear hats. So that means I'm going to find a hat to go over this big ass head and all this hair and I'm going to eat it. That's not real life.
1: That's a real big hat. I'm just saying. <laughs> That's a lot of hat.
0: That's a whole lot of hat. That is not real life. Nobody has fill in the blank number of followers and every single follower is engaged and motivated to buy and actually converts to buying.
1: So, there's several things about that myth that stand out to me. Number one, the feature or swipe up, It's a fucking tool. It doesn't matter if the tool's not effective. So that's mm-hmm. problem number one. Number two, it tells me that you're in a mindset that you can just insert number of humans here and that's gonna solve all your business problems. And let's just be real. you could go meet ten thousand people on the street tomorrow. But if you don't know who you're looking for, why you're looking for them, if you don't have a system or really good about continuing to nurture and engage with them after the fact, if you don't know how to serve those 10,000 people, even face to face at a networking group, good luck. Like we've been to events that had about 1,000 people there. We didn't talk to 1,000 people thinking we were going to convert them. Like we saw who our people were. And we went deep with those people instead of trying to talk to the freaking masses. And I think the other side of that is like freaking Instagram is going to show your stuff. If we're talking about Instagram and Facebook specifically, because for those of you that haven't figured out they're owned by the same people, it's the same platform, just rebranded. It's going to show your stuff to 10%. So with my, at the time, 13,000 followers, it was showing it to about, what, 130 people is late 98. But it's showing it to a very small number of people. Right. And out of those number of people, if not more than 20% choose to like, which let's be real, if you're selling a product or service and you happen to be cute, boo, and a lot of your followers are men. (laughs) Mm
0: -hmm. It's real. (laughs)
1: I'm talking about myself right now. But
0: it's real. they they
1: don't care about the thing you're trying to sell because there are people that are there because they think you look cute.
0: (laughs) I wanna so holla.
1: Like it.
0: And I'm gonna stay over here because I'm gonna just keep looking at you and sliding up in your DMs with my nefarious reasons. Boy, bye. Yeah, please get out of here.
1: Eggplant pictures.
0: Um but <gasps> Don't anyway. eggplant. Hashtag no more eggplant. <laughs> not in the DMs, not in the DMs. And so and also it shows
1: it to that small number of people. If those people are not actively leaving comments and doing and like liking then what it's going to decide is that that post is not important.
0: Well, and I'm at
1: this post. So it's not going to show it to anybody else.
0: Well, and you said something else really important. You talked about how you had more followers at one point, but let's also acknowledge when you have a large amount of followers, you have some spam and some bots and some just fake accounts that are following you. Uh
1: So I can give you that blanket answer that sounds really pretty and packaged perfectly with the bow, but I'm going to be real. Yes, there were some accounts that were like no longer being in use and everybody attracts like the, I can find you 10,000 followers in 60 Uh. days accounts because they look at certain hashtags like influencer that I do use that I stopped using because I realized it was attracting those freaking bots. However, um, I actually full transparency went in to look at my followers and started to, like making people no longer follow me. There's a way you can do it. That's a, a conversation for another day, but rather than go in, cause I don't follow a lot of people back that are not like clients of people actually know, um, rather than leave those accounts there, I don't want to show in stuff to people who are never going to engage. So I went back in and actually started follow, unfollowing some real humans that, Some of your posts were like girls shaking their butts in a thong. Like, why are you following me? I'm over here doing my business stuff. So
0: Uh
1: it's okay to unfollow people. Like we're practicing what we preach here. I would rather have under 10,000 real people that are interested in what I'm talking about and doing instead of vanity numbers. We were about to hit about 14,000, I think, at the peak of the amount of followers. And I intentionally started just going in and deleting stuff.
0: And Silver Immersion.
1: I feel bad about that, but it's true.
0: No, it's real. And with Silver Immersion, I had to do that because I would have like random like bundles of fake hair accounts from like China. I'm like, you are getting in the way of an actual bride or client being able to see me. You gotta go. You gotta go. Like when that happens, you, you make out better. Being able to actually say, you know what, this is taken away from the people that I really want to see me being able to see me. So I'm going to make space for the person that really needs to be here. 100%. So, all right. All right.
1: I think some people might be shocked at that 10,000 followers. But yeah, don't believe the hype. Swipe up is not all that you think that it is. And honestly, I would rather at this point, like have... Font Your Fire is doing freaking amazing. I think we have about 170 followers. Um, Erica, your account, I think, is next in line. Out of all the accounts of clients, as well as um, other business owners that are in our network, um, I would say that Font Your Fire and you have the highest engagement rate. Font Your Fire being less than my check, it's been a while, but being real with you guys out there if you're looking for sponsors if you're looking to get real paying clients like engagement rates your indicator not followers because people aren't even interested in talking to you what are you going to sell them they're not they're just kind of there yep um and we have lower numbers i think we're at like 170 something uh I don't, I'm kind of just going off the top of my head, but Erica, I think you're like in the three or four hundreds on Erica Corday, but these yep. are real people who we actively know on our, in a pipeline of some form or another of being a referral source. They're in the pipeline of being an actual client, a past client, you name it. Like that's a lot of real freaking humans. Like, do yes. you really have space in your business for 178 people?
0: Nobody Real does.
1: People,
0: not not with one person. You got a team, maybe, but even still, if you're trying to give quality service, and you know clearly what you can deliver, like what your capacity is of what you can provide, can nobody provide ten thousand plus people's worth of sales on on a service, even no. with goods? At some point, ma'am, sir, no, no. And
1: I'm gonna give you the benefit of the doubt. If you're here you actually care about your clients. So you're going for quality with your clients and how you show up for them over quantity. So just remember that, that number, if they're real people, they're actually engaging with you and you're engaging with them and you're having conversations, it's going down in your DMs. You ain't got space for 10,000 people and real talk about it. Like At what, 20-something percent engagement rate on Flaunt Your Fire, at over 10% with Erica Corday, that is extremely high for a business profile. We know profiles out there that are at exactly 10K, at 5K, that have less than 1%. You mean to tell me less than 1% of your people are actually interested in talking to you? Yeah. I think I'll take less people that are more engaged.
0: Exactly. Exactly. Okay, I went
1: on a soapbox. I'm sorry.
0: No, that soapbox was necessary. I think I think that needed to be said. So that being said, it sounds like something that I think I think I want us to come back and talk about those again. But I think it'll be important to kind of come back and also kind of look at how these myths can sometimes turn into mistakes if you buy into them.
1: Ooh, I like that idea.
0: Yeah. All right. So that's what we'll do next time then. Let's do it. I'm on board. (laughs) We show up here having real conversations to normalize the challenging things and make them a part of your normal exchanges. This is how we remove stigma and create real change and connection, cross lines and recreate boundaries to support, not separate. If you enjoyed this podcast, show us some love by subscribing, sharing with a friend or leaving us a review. Reviews are the fuel to keep the podcast engine going. Let's get more people dropping the veil and challenging their thoughts, feelings, and actions. We love being here and creating the bridge for you to walk over to become the change that you want to see. So join us next time. And until then, keep the dialogue going. Bye.